Welcome to the WREL Daily Download. I'm your host, Amanda Lamb. For the first time, the Wake County School Board is meeting since a student was fatally stabbed at Southeast Raleigh Magnet High School last week. Security at the school was the subject of a forum involving parents on Monday night. WREL's Aaron Thomas has just stepped out of the school board meeting tonight, Tuesday night, to tell us what they're talking about. Aaron, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Amanda. I know the meeting started at 5.30, and you're you're talking to us a little bit after 7 o'clock, and they've wrapped that meeting up. Tell me about how much of this meeting uh, was this conversation part of that. So to be clear, so, uh, you know, obviously that deadly uh, school stabbing is still heavy on the minds of the school leaders and the parents and the students. Uh, But this wasn't a scheduled sort of conversation, but it's one of those things where how can you not address something like this when it really just kind of um, reverberates across the district. So everyone from the superintendent and every single school board member, they started off the meeting um, addressing and uh, sharing their comments as it relates to what happened at Southeast Raleigh High. Yeah, exactly. It's like the elephant in the middle of the room. I don't think they could not talk about it. I know one of the big concerns uh, that parents have, and we've been reporting this, is that there may have been some advance warning that there was going to be violence at school and that it was either not not taken seriously or the information didn't get to the right people. We've now heard this from the mother of the 14-year-old who was accused in the stabbing and the grandmother of the 15-year-old who was killed. But so far, as I understand from our reporting, we haven't gotten any feedback from the school or police on this specific uh, concern. Exactly. So the only responses we have gotten is, you know, sort of those like we're working on it. It's still under investigation. It's part of the investigation, but no one's outright said that a warning call was indeed uh, shared to that school or the school district as a whole. Okay, we'll be right back after the break. Welcome back to the WREL Daily Download. So you said there were a lot of parents at the meeting tonight, people, you know, talking about this. Um, What were they saying, basically? So the overall theme is, um, you know, despite what happened, this tragedy, loss of a 15-year-old boy, they don't want this particular incident to define Um, Southeast Raleigh High School. You know, they're going on and on again about how it's a strong community and how uh, resilient this particular school is. And also not forgetting that, hey, this is a magnet school. This is a a school that some parents want their kids to go to. And let's not forget that uh, this school actually drawed uh, more than a million dollars in uh, scholarships that many students achieve. So it's like, you know, how do we move forward, but also not uh, let what happened um, kind of uh, cast a shadow and uh, ruin the reputation that Southeast Raleigh Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I know um, right after the incident, you know, we had a team of reporters on it. And one of the things that some of the parents said was, hey, we need more security. And they talked about things like metal detectors. Uh, Were there any specific suggestions tonight in, in that vein? So, you know, that's, you know, Amanda, I haven't covered Wake County Schools for, I'd say, more than three, four years now. This still has not come up. You know, it's the largest school district in the state and several school districts around Wake County. They've now implemented metal detectors or considering implementing metal detectors. But this still hasn't come up from school leaders. It's definitely come up from parents who are open to it. But we have not heard this come out from any of the school board's uh, members' mouths. And what about the concern that we talked about before the break uh, about the possibility that there was some warning about this potential violence and it was not, you know, 
it was not heard, it was ignored, or it just didn't get to the right people. Is that something parents have been talking about or aware of that, that discussion? They have been. In fact, you know, I actually was just finishing listening to the public comment period. You have about 10 people that signed up. Half of them wanted to talk about school safety. I want to say two or three mentioned the warning call. There was one parent, I didn't get the chance to take her name, but she specifically outright said that the school district failed uh, these students and that they did have this warning call. Again, these are strong allegations, but this is something that the community, they're taking note of. And now, uh, folks just want some transparency from the school district. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, we need to let the investigation continue. And and hopefully, at some point, the school system will be able to address whether or not, you know, there were some concerns that maybe were not um, listened to, or, or again, just didn't get to the right people. Because that's obviously something that people would be very concerned about that, you know, that, that there could have been a way to stop this. Um, you know, obviously, there weren't any decisions made tonight. But I think, it sounds like from what you're saying, the fact that everyone is so vocal that this is a conversation that's going to continue. And I wouldn't be surprised if other schools are also having these same conversations because, you know, this can happen at any high school, certainly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, I was going to say I would I would say uh, last night or Monday, rather, uh, there was a large community uh, family forum. We had hundreds, I would say anywhere from 300 to 500 people that showed up. That just shows you how concerned many people are, whether you're a parent, a student, uh, or a staff member, or an advocate. And Superintendent Robert Taylor, he was saying how one of his main takeaways from that forum is he was hearing from students who want that accountability from the school system when it comes to their well-being and uh, their mental health. And so he actually mentioned uh, convening a task force to coalesce all the resources that can benefit students across the county when it comes to their well-being and their mental health. So that's at least a start. Absolutely. And any indication that this topic is going to be continued to be talked about at any further meetings? So I would, as far as any further meetings, we've already had a school and safety committee meeting that was the day after the deadly stabbing. But of course, that was already scheduled. We had uh, this particular meeting, which was the first regular uh, scheduled board meeting um, since that deadly stabbing happened. Not aware of anything that's going to happen as far as Wake County Schools goes, but I do know there are a lot of organizations within the community that are uh, sort of having their own forums, uh, just so this does stay at the forefront of many people's minds. Absolutely. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for your reporting and your insight, and I know you will continue to follow this. And thank you for listening to the WREL Daily Download. This has been a production of WREL News. If you're listening to this podcast on WREL.com or the WREL app, you can also find it on any podcast app, Apple, Spotify, Overcast, pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts. And again, thanks for listening to the WREL Daily Download.